Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. Yes. Like, the last little bits of torpoo that finally came out of me today. Good. Because... It always takes like a couple of days. Sure. I think maybe it's just the, it's getting the Sacramento like out. Indeed. The Sacramento comes out of you, you know. Wow, a lot of people had a lot of choice words for the governor. Yes, they did. We they had a really great time did. in Sacramento. Uh, and not even, we didn't even ask. No. What everyone's opinions were <laughs> of the governor. And we didn't even bring up the governor. A lot of people were yelling about it and very, mm-hmm. very upset. But I tell you what, what lovely audio, what a lovely audience there in sacramento in all three places okc salt lake city and sacramento thank you all for being so wonderful as we hit the road for our mama mia here we go again to her 2021 welcome to side stories everyone i am ben hanging out with henry we had a wonderful time with you all this weekend we can't wait to see more of you next weekend oh my god the travels continue and the road goes on forever it does. The road doesn't ever stop because if it did, then the cars would stop. Mm. Would they go into the ocean? Mm, perhaps. And that's actually very scary. We have a lot of good news today. We I don't do know what's in the air. That's the one thing I like about what, the way that we get to do side stories is that there really is peaks and valleys. Mm, of, ups and downs. Of how fucked up our country is. And it is really interesting because we've had slow weeks in the last couple sure. weeks. So like, uh, I guess things are back to normal. But and they're don't not. Forget, don't forget, Henry, this show is international. The whole See, world is fucked up. Not just mm-hmm. America. That's one thing See. we can all bond over is how messed up everything is all around us. We. All right. Well, the first story, speaking of cars, I want to talk about this, Henry. Because, mm. you know, there's no they, such thing as a free lunch. There's no such thing as a free lunch unless, of course, you are working as an extra on a on a TV set that your friend is starring in. And they say, OK, Ben, you can go have sandwiches. And I say, thank you so much for having me on your show, you, uh, even though you cut my lines out of the Netflix special, Mr. Zabrowski. Hey, you're still in it mm-hmm. physically. So you, <laughs> if Netflix did play residuals, which they don't. No, because they're a cheap, a bunch of they're cheap fucks. Yeah. And they're also they're part of the reason why we're headed towards an IATSE strike, which we're completely behind. We really hope they strike because That's those a union. Fuckers, yeah, they won't pay. They won't pay out, even though they have billions and billions of dollars. Um, but yeah, I'd say that's the most free lunch. All right. So these people, they were walking around Copa County, 
Mississippi, and they saw a car that literally said the words free car on it. Now, That's obviously, a trap. It's well, obviously a trap. <laughs> I don't know. You say that, Mr. Zabrowski. Let's say we're in Sacramento. We've had our Bud Lights and multiple whiskeys, and we went on to tequila. We're walking down the street. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. You're just talking about our reality. You're saying exactly, the what we did. Except for the fact we did not see a car that had the sign that said free car on it. Had we seen that, we would currently be joyriding all around places like Montana Wait a second. and a series no, yeah, of other mountain-like areas you definitely know that there's no such thing as a free car in sacramento because first of all do you remember we met that man right as we were about to leave who said that he just he just straight up told us he was a drug dealer Mm -hmm. which is also not good this is another sign and then he followed us out to the uber and he was trying to make some sort of business deal at us even though we're like we're leaving we're leaving but then kissel in that very spirit you bribe the uber man to drive you straight to la (laughs) Yeah, from Sacramento, I, you just I, gave him money because you paid do the, the hard Uber press. Man. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. Well, you bribed him, and that is payment. It's called payment. Yes, but definitely, <laughs> you did good because you bribing kind of did is it. more like something where it's like, "I'll suck your dick if you bring me to L.A." I think that's more bribing. I mm. called his boss and I said, "I have some money for your employee. Let's go to <laughs> L.A., baby." I, I wish I had the audio of that call of you because you were being very the way you did the hard press on that driver was really interesting because it was more just being like come on come on hey. like it's like sir please i must this is for my boss i would have to call my boss you're like you and me on the road <laughs> think about it think about how much fun we'd have on we the road. did have fun we did but have no fun. i'm talking about the uber driver because i was like i just need to go to sleep i had to sleep no you the uber heard? driver he really needed to rest as well as a matter of fact when we got back to la i put him in an air i didn't realize you could do um i didn't realize you could do day hotel rooms so i got him a hotel room from 9 a.m to 5 p.m so he can get some nap and then he you go put back him to in celebrate. a hotel room i had to take care of the man he drove me all the way from sacramento to la at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> Morning. Well, you are are very generous. Did you have sex with this man? No, no. That was the opposite of our story because I paid good money for that car ride as opposed to what happened here in Mississippi. So two fellas, they were walking by and they saw this car that said free car Uh, and they got in it and the keys were inside of the car. So there were there were like bazinga. We did it. We did it. What is the name of that? Is it called a trap car? Where they do this, where they, they have do stings. Uh, I think they're called bait, bait cars car. because there's entire shows based on it's, it. Yes, One it's. called bait car, which really, I'm sorry. Sometimes it takes the burger. You complete the circuit. You're if doing you leave this. your car on with the car door open and you're like, someone steal my car. I don't think it's the perpetrator's fault in that case because it would be stupid if you're a car thief to not steal that car. It's true. It's also because we honestly, these are desperate times and people are really fucked up monetarily. So I really think that at some point you are playing upon the most desperate of people who just hope that this is some sign that their ship has come in. But more often than not, it is a cruel cop joke. It really is. In this case, these people, they were not found guilty of stealing a car because again, it did say free car. Most bait cars don't explicitly say free car. That's how they get you. Like everything free, it comes with a curse. They open up the truck. They open up the trunk to see. Maybe let's put some bun lights in the trunk. <gasps> Unfortunately, like the movie Dirty Work, there's a corpse in the trunk. It was a body of a 34 year old man named Anthony McCrillis. 
They have no idea how the body got there. Evidently, it's been there for several days. And believe it or not, Henry, I know this is going to be shocking. It was all nude. There was no clothes. So they opened up a trunk. They saw maybe a six-day-old body, butt-ass naked. And at this point, you say, I'm keeping the car, but I am definitely getting it cleaned. I do feel like I would have that interior debate. If I went to go take a car that said free car and we had, you have a nude corpse in there. Sure. There'd be a second where you kind of, you, you and your partner would look at each other. I imagine just being like, well, we've already taken this free car. Right. If we just buy some shampoo. Got to. Get some gloves. Mm-hmm. Maybe leave this man back where we found it. Sure. Then call the cops. Cause then you could do a ruse. You could be like, we were coming down the street. Mm-hmm. I, we saw this guy on the side of the road. Will you come and pick him up? Because now you're implicated in this crime. But also, when they killed this dude and put him in the back of this car, what another, I guess, in the most simplified way possible, it's smart, right? It's kind well, of an interesting move, even though it feels like you'll also get repercussions for that as well. But now, of course, the people who killed this person, I don't know if they have been identified yet. The only reason they could identify the victim is Unless because- Unless it's suicide. Well, perhaps it could be, although how would he get himself in there? And I also, let's know. not forget, they identified the victim through his tattoos. Um, but let's not forget the odor, right? So you have a new car yes. or a free car. It ain't new, but it's free. So isn't that better than new? You just and assume it's a raccoon caught up in the trance. Could be. I mean, what did we learn from Casey Anthony? She said- a, a rotting corpse fucking, smells yeah, a like a squirrel in the muffler. Yeah. Right. Even though that's a whole nother game that we like <laughs> to play squirrel in the muffler. That's, again, how I got to Los Angeles. We played a little squirrel in the muffler, and believe it or not, I was the squirrel. Okay. And again, that's not a bribe. That's work experience. Exactly correct. So we know the odor. So this we're talking, let's say, four to five days old of a body. Henry, yeah. we're, we're talking viscous liquids. All over the trunk of this car. Very they much drove so. And this, this is car. in, oh, this is Mississippi this too. Is in so Mississippi. whatever this person was eating beforehand also probably wasn't very good. They drove this car for 30 miles before they opened up the trunk. How on earth could you stand like, Henry, do, man, it's a really, did you smell anything like, bro? Like the car kind of like, do, do you I would like say a bad pizza or something earlier? Kissel, that's called, you know, new car smell. That's free car smell. <laughs> Where he just rides with you. I, oh my I would assume just being like, this is the price. The price is it smells like a rotting corpse. But what I'm going to do, though, is take some of my curious elements, turn them down so that I don't go looking for the smell because <laughs> I've already decided that all of this is fine. That mm. all of this is on the up and up. It's got that beautiful free car smell. As a matter of fact, mm. on our mm. merch page, we need to have little naked, naked corpses that you can dangle from your uh, from your rear view mirror as air fresheners. <laughs> yes. but we'll make it yes. smell like a dead body. It'll be a gag joke. The free car smell. I think it's It's one. the free car smell. I absolutely love it. So he was identified through his tattoos and confirmed through his immediate family of his identity. According to a David Arrington, he is the Burham police chief. So you know this is a busy day for Burham. Not a lot happens there. He yeah. said that. Barum? Barum. 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 He said the victim's vehicle was seen in Byram, Copa County, and Jackson over the last few days, and they have not yet determined if a crime even took place. Going to your point, Henry, what? perhaps he just crawled in the back of his car and 
died? Like a I don't I don't, I don't know. even know. Is man. it like a sad how pope? That. How do, like that's such a shitty way for someone to commit suicide? Get butt ass naked, fold yourself up like luggage in the trunk of your car, and die. Well, it seems it, like someone else may have played a part in it, but I don't know. I, you know what I'm you know what I'm sniffing here besides the corpse? I'm smelling a cop that just wants this to be over. Because <laughs> why would you think that this is suicide? This is like the Elisa Lamb thing. The Elisa Lamb thing, though, which was really we found uh, out. both it was haunting because it definitely did sound like she did commit suicide and that that was very fucked up. And that might have made, I guess, maybe somebody, but you can in a moment. But you know what happened duress, with that, though, right? Because what? didn't they end up saying that indeed the lid was off of the water yes. tower, which completely yes. takes away the Through entire the story? Thing. So, yes. Oh, I hate the lies. Yes. So who knows? I feel like to get into the back of a trunk of a car with the lid closed would be really difficult because also it's not like, you know, like dogs and cats, they say have the sense that they're going to die. And so a lot of times they'll isolate themselves. (gasps) Yeah. Like how like I've heard this, these stories about like a dog will like crawl under our house and die. Like it will go away from everybody and and die. And, And like, but I've never heard that with people. No, uh, oftentimes people strap things to their chests and run into crowds of people when they want to yeah, die. Yeah, or go like, ah, die! I hated the new <laughs> Ghostbusters! Whoa! <laughs> blam! Blam! Wow, what a horrible final sentence. So this car was spotted multiple times. It was spotted at 9.30 on Saturday morning. This is according to Arrington again. This is the man who is, he is staying up late at night trying to solve this crime. He's chewing he on his is. cigars. He is stressed out. He's not even talking to his wife right now. He says... It stayed there all day for for as long as about 6 p.m. Saturday night, it was still seen by another employee at a junk at a junkyard, and then the manager of Stars Auto Sales, uh, they said um, that it had seen the car multiple times on Saturday, but it had not seen him anymore on Sunday. So apparently, this guy was zip zapping, joyriding around. That's according to Dan Peacock. Uh, no affiliation with the horrible network that, yeah, we are trying to sell a show to, but they did ruin WWE, so I have my issues. But he said, <laughs> he said, I never stopped. I never stopped and looked or anything, but I knew it was kind of unusual. He says, I figured somebody was driving down here to sell it. We buy a bunch of cars. I figured someone was driving down to sell it and it quit on them or something. Just never dawned on me that something like that went on. I mean, I, this is why these types of things can only happen in Mississippi. That's why Mississippi like, is it's still a place of unabashed freedom, is it not? Unlike you, Australia. You would say that. You'd say that. I would say that Mississippi, uh, the reading levels are low. Who right? needs to read? Who, they're audiovisual learners. Oh, my God. You West Coast elitist. Hello. I am also an audiovisual learner, but this is not one of those moments that expresses <laughs> the wisdom of Mississippians. He saw the car zooming back and forth, and then he he's like, we get a lot of drunk that cars. That the car would just be left on the side of the road. That, yes, I mean, I get It's sure. Mississippi. It's just as it... Uh, it doesn't matter because it all negated because there was a nude corpse in it. Well, according like it's to all the story, all of this is thrown out. All of these theories are dumb because of this. According to Mr. Peacock, perhaps related to Mrs. Peacock from Clue, he said, <laughs> I wish I would have looked into it further. I might have been able to help them a little bit. But it's I almost just... like I didn't want to. You know, well, it's you almost like in a way I just was comfortable blinders, with blinders. not investigating it. You know, hor- you know how the horse stays focused 
Blinders. 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 So he says, because he didn't look into it, he says, but I just never stopped and looked at it. If I had stopped and looked at it, I would have probably tripped. I would have probably flipped out if I would have stopped and seen something like that. So anyway, (laughs) they go on to say, we do know, they do know that the victim was alive at 9 p.m. on Friday night because he was seen on a home surveillance video camera. Again, was it his car? Just driving. Yes, it was his car. We, no, he got shot. There's no, he died. Something happened. They poisoned him. They're going to have to do a full autopsy. They on that will. Body. The autopsy has not been done yet, but they said there was no signs of obvious trauma. And obviously now the next step is to figure out how this man got naked, went into his trunk and died for multiple days. Also to your point, Henry, you are correct. Usually if people see, well, that's not necessarily true. There could be corpses in every single car that I pass on Chandler. I assume Avenue. there is. There I, could I, be because the cars is. don't move. So I, I can't. You know, I don't. I, Dude, I would assume no, is, but it's possible. I just find it interesting that I guess this guy, if he did do this all on his own, is yeah. like the Jamie Kennedy of suicides, <laughs> where it's all about like. It's pranks, but it has a message. Like, why is he? What is he trying Wait, to do? What was the What was the Jamie Kennedy message exactly? Just how much we all loved him. It was him stressing <laughs> how much America could like him. Oh my God! The only thing I remember about Jamie Kennedy, and I'm not throwing dirt on anybody. No, I'm fine did, with you. I like Jamie I have no Kennedy. No problem. Yeah. But he did a documentary where he went and he confronted his internet trolls. But the Mm -hmm. thing is, the internet troll was literally just, he just called him not funny. And then the internet troll was like, yeah, man, I just don't think you're very funny. And then (laughs) he said it to Jamie's face and the whole thing was brutal. And I was like, oh, sometimes, sometimes a troll has a point. Yeah, sometimes, you know, it's okay if somebody just doesn't like you. People just like me every day. Humor is very subjective. You might think we're the two least funny human beings on earth, which is technically inaccurate, but who cares? Who cares? Fernando, our beloved employee doesn't like Chris Farley. He doesn't like Chris Farley, but you know who he does like, and we'll talk about this on Abling and Stop at Samantha B. So wow. again, see, and I'm looking at Fernando right now. He's shaking his head. He's upset that we brought that up. And Fernando, <laughs> I officially is... apologize. <laughs> I, I'm just saying because he doesn't have know. a microphone to do rebuff anything. But mm-hmm. those are true. No those power. are two facts. Those are two facts. But it's fine <laughs> though. But it shows again comedy. Is subjective. Subjective. All right. Well, one thing that is not subjective is that man is certainly dead. And yep. uh, we'll maybe we'll we'll what follow up. Well, we'll probably we'll never hear from that story Jeez. again. I probably not because I don't know. <sighs> but I mean, I, I I am interested to see how it plays out because I want to see how he died because yes. I don't know how he doesn't get into that trunk without foul play. Live from your grave. The only acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast, your dog. <laughs> that was your dog saying thank you for BarkBox. You can take a minute now. You pet your dog. You're going to learn about Bark. It's a company dedicated to making dogs happy. Yay. Every month, BarkBox designs and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. No, Wendy, I can't get you a whip. You're too cute for weapons. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. Mmm, tubers. My dogs love their toys selectively. But BarkBox sends good little ones for their little tiny mouths. They have little mouths, but strong, big spirits. So they fight over the little toys. I imagine they think that they are hunting and going after little bugs and rats. And, oh, they love their life and they love the, They love what BarkBox brings. Because BarkBox brings the bark and puts it in a box. Yep, 
To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash L-E-F-T. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, I fight to set my child up for success, which is why, as I sit and read Carmi and Wendy Dune, trying to explain to them the concepts of the savior complex not working, doubling back on itself, the concept of what does it mean to be a living God? What are those limitations? What are those expectations? And honestly, I know they just want chicken. But there are kids out there that need this type of direct help. And IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them understand and master topics in a fun way. Not unlike me, reading children, Dune Messiah, getting to about 365, seeing where they're at. See if they understand anything. There's no more grading these worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. You can't even believe it. You don't want to make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And last podcast in the left listeners could get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash left. Visit IXL.com slash left to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. We have an update that I just want to talk about real quick. Jonah Barrett Lesko, that was, uh, he was made news first. He, I guess he had sexual intercourse with a horse. We talked about this and he was arrested for this several, several weeks ago. This is um, the time that you choose to be the most conservative in your linguistics when it comes to uh, talking about sex allegedly Se- uh, sexual intercourse with the horse you say allegedly. fuck you say fucking get your poker in like you say a lot of other terms for sex but in this case he had an intimate encounter <laughs> with a farm based feline I forget what the name of a cow was it an equine an ec- I forget what you say that about a horse equestrian, equestrian oh, sure. of a horse yes um, he's a horse fucker yes, he there went you go. on a 26 minute chase before his sentencing he broke away from the cops for 26 minutes which he is jumped into funny. a river I just, just they have just, the photos just see, of him 
<laughs> his fucking the, the looks on his face and just like please please just let me go please I gotta go man you know it's bad for me man uh, because they just saw him running apparently law enforcement first learned of this escape this is from the Durango Herald at 1:25 p.m. when someone reported seeing a man in a jail issued jumpsuit in a male issued jumpsuit running near Office Depot. Oh, although, oh my goodness, isn't Office Depot a similar color, that similar orange color? He could have just taken off blended the top, in. blended right into the Office Depot people. He could have worked in the, uh, he could have worked in the flower section for years. You'd be really surprised how little attention you can get inside of an Office Depot if you just go by the computer tables that they have in there for the, for like, sh- furniture from 1997 <laughs> that you'd go and sit at, right? And you'd just be like, oh, this is a good one. Good for the family. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what they saw is that he removed the jumpsuit and they said okay. apparently that's where he was really starting to get attention because apparently a man running in whitey tighties next to a river uh, seems to really call a lot of attention. He's got a bit of a swoopy haircut. You can see right here. He does. Um, he does. And they saw him running around the river, I guess, trying to, I guess he'd swim to freedom. Well- According to uh, this picture, it's not a very deep river. He is no. definitely in his tidy whities there. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're uh, sort of your boxer briefs. He yes. does have very nice long hair. Actually kind of looks like a horse's mane. It Interestingly does. enough, he was in the Animus River. So that's sort of one L away from when he liked to fuck, which is animals. Animals. And I think that he really thought he was going to be able to get away because he stripped down. I have to give this cop some credit because the cop that's in the river that's about to tackle him and probably beat the living shit out of him fully clothed still has his utility belt on like a dumpy Batman. He He did not take off anything. No, he technically did his job and he would have drowned. Um, and so (laughs) this is the thing is that they said, apparently the biggest crime he was up for was the felony burglary and possession of burglary tools because he had to break in to the pen to fuck the horse. Right. Wait a second. So hold on a second. Wait, wait. The initial crimes of, because essentially from what it's sounding here, he just molested the horse. What does and that, that is mean? A, what do, that's oh, a misdemeanor. Holy shit. Okay, it wait. It sounds so like levels, when they saw him. There are yes, levels of horse fuckery. First base, second base, <laughs> and third base of bestiality. <laughs> and apparently the way he was found, I guess that well, this is ill, because we didn't get a lot of details of how he was found, right? Because they said that he was discovered at night having, quote unquote, sexual intercourse with his horse. But I find it interesting what they're, the way they described it, because you know how like nowadays they were like, we always thought like, you know, going all the way, hitting a home run was sex, right? But now we really sure. talk about how like, you know, mutual masturbation or, or Oral sex like that also counts as sex. So he is now they're saying that I think he was touching a horse's dick in a field. Okay. And, they, and that's just a misdemeanor, man. You can only get yeah. probation for that. And that's what they said here. One the the uh, the cop that arrested him. You know, even his initial crimes of molesting a horse was a misdemeanor, and, and those would have just been a summons and release. So, you know, we know who these people are, and we need to have the tools in order to keep them off the street to ensure community safety as a whole. So even when he was in custody, so he just jumped over a fence, and he made a run for it. Yeah, okay. Well, I guess you just get a don't fuck any more horses and get <laughs> out of so. here. I guess it's more like, or it's the other way. I mean, like, you're lucky you didn't penetrate that horse. These horses they, need like thankfully, a... Thankfully, you like just a, touched its dick. They need like a nay two moment, and they yep. need to be like, stop fucking us. Yep. Although, or as they need to be seen, able to tell us that they like it. As we have seen from the movie Zoo, it could... 
be a horse's ultimate revenge as Ugh, well. God, so according to so Durango up. police chief Bob Brammer, he just happened to be driving around the area. That's when he noticed that's when he noticed uh, Barrett Lesko. That's the man's last name. That's mm-hmm. when he noticed him running all around the river in his boxer shorts. And he says, that's really what attracted my attention to him. Because, you know, you don't see half naked people running through their woods, running through the woods in their boxer shorts. Not and, all the time. Not all the time. And then, of course, they ran through the river a couple of times. And then out of the middle of the river, uh, they had enough officers there that finally surrounded him. So well, this was a scene. I'm glad they twi- did it. I'm glad we got him. A 26-minute scene out of Looney Tunes. Yep. But if, like, somebody. <laughs> like, cops all. Like, that's also. I, I do. The only thing I appreciate him is that he got cops all wet. That is kind of nice. hard. That's a long day. You have to go back and get all your uniforms. You have to go back, get a new uniform. You Mm -hmm. have to do all of this shit because, honestly, when it comes down to it, you can't just be, this isn't a Chippendales calendar. No, and and I would say the jail itself is kind of funny here because the jail didn't really know that this dude escaped until staff members discovered inmate uh, Jonah Barrett-Lesko was missing from the rec yard area. And according to the release, uh, that was when they're like, oh, no, I think we lost the horse fucker. And if you're in prison, if you're in jail, and you have to go and you're a jail guard and you have to go to your warden and you say, warden, I am so sorry, but we need to have a community alert because Mm -hmm. the horse fucker is out. The horse fucker is free. It's been like, who'd you let out? Who'd you let out? How'd you how'd you let horse fucker out again? How did you do that? We did, weren't aware of the horse fucker's need for freedom. But honestly, when it came down to it, we should have because of his admiration for the free horses and the stallions. Oh. He might have viewed himself as a stallion. He may have. He may have a huge ding. Maybe dong. he who was knows? just eating. No, you see the you can see it. <laughs> Look at the picture. It's actually oh, kind of. Yeah. I actually don't know how he fucks a horse with such a tiny dick. Yeah, maybe it's because the river's cold. Yeah, I think the river's cold. Let's give but him a also, little bit of credit. This is. I mean, weird, or not, because right? he's a horse fucker. But can I float this? What if, in a way, all right? Uh, hmm. So if he's just arrested for molesting a horse, right? We're here again. Sure. Is it a you. crime? Yes. To. Do cunnilingus yes. on a horse. Yeah, I'm just yes. saying. Yes, yes. It's just like of all of the things you could do. Yes. Like you could start a Twitch stream. I'm not saying any other yes. You could go to community college. Yeah. You could, uh, so many ways, too many different things. You could become a puzzle person. Look at quarantine. Sure. Look what that did. But the idea of like you go out there and be like, man, oh man, I got to go down on a horse tonight. Well, technically, horses are so tall, you go up on them. So according to, uh, speaking of Downs, according to Sheriff's <laughs> Office Lieutenant Pat Downs, he said that Barrett Lesko, he was, so he was in the rec yard. Ooh, Pat Downs. That's like a fun little friskin' like pun for him. Isn't that oh, yeah, fun? Pat Downs. That's a great fucking boy, Henry. Yeah. That's funny because he Pat Downs people. Yeah, so he he's said, a bastard. <laughs> he said, well... He can be. He said there's a video of him going up a wall and then using his feet on one side and back on the other side. It appears he got out of a small hole in the upper fenced in area of the the old wreck yard, much like Billy the Kid. That's what I was thinking. And uh, they say it's been quite some time since there's been since there's been an escape from La Plata County Jail. But, uh, you know, I mean, again, as we've talked about, when it comes to Billy the Kid, the fact he got out, I don't think he should be charged with escape. They're the ones who didn't fucking fix the hole. Yeah. Also, you know, 
he really wanted to get out. He didn't want to be guilty for fucking the horse. I feel like maybe it was a dalliance that had gone too far and that he might have regretted some of his actions the previous time. And maybe he really uh, needs to think about what makes him ejaculate yeah. and really sit and evaluate because he was probably very concerned about the charges of bestiality and what yeah. it would do for his employment future. I feel like it mm. might affect his standing. Uh, it might affect his CV. Yeah, and like, oh, I see a gap in your work here. What was that? Oh, that's when I was in jail for not even fucking a horse, eating its pussy. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so he was released on bond, <laughs> but arrested again <laughs> on suspicion of several burglaries, including wow. stealing six bicycles with totaled with uh, which totaled thirteen thousand dollars. And what a he, fucking also asshole. Broke, he also what broke a fucking into, asshole. Now I'm mad. He also now broke, that's a crime I fucking hate. That makes me mad. Mm -hmm. He also broke into some parked cars and uh, shop shoplifted from stores, which reminds me when I was walking in OKC, a surprisingly strange little downtown area as well. It was just weird. a fella, a big fella pushing a bicycle saying another day, another day. But it was like one uh, thirty in the morning. He obviously mm. just stole that bike and he was yeah. going to go sell it. It looked like a really piece of piece of junk but i'm sure he could get something for it okay see it's a beautiful meth. place to 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 maybe not go <laughs> <laughs> so he pleaded guilty august 13th to felony burglary in possession of burglary tools as henry said but again it really is mostly about the horse fucking um well yeah. you know that's just i think that's really what gets the headlines yeah uh, yeah but I, also but it, in in kind of a good news just to wrap it up here brammer again that was one of the arresting officers he says my uniform my uniform is clean i just ran it through the washing machine and so it's good to go <laughs> yeah i was I concerned yep he said, i was so I fucking concerned mm -hmm. he said i don't know if my boots will dry by then but we'll see so isn't that nice? <laughs> All right, well, great. All right, well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got a couple of choice stories here that we could go with. One thing that I will briefly talk about, the one thing I want to briefly touch upon is the story of Anjali. Oh, my goodness. This woman, formerly known, the artist formerly known as Angelia Schultz. Now, Anjali, she went to YouTube itself, straight to the horse's <laughs> mouth to make sure that we know that this woman he used to, who actually received the most Democratic votes uh, for the when she ran in 2014 as the South Dakota Secretary of State, oh, which you did not know her. that you could run for. 30% of the vote she got. Good for her, South um, Dakota. Okay. She's a former intelligence officer, which makes a quite a bit of sense of why she's doing what she's doing. God knows. And she's got some undisclosed illness that has left her wheelchair bound, which some people doubt on the internet. Really? Um, well, she then, says, yep. the only way to prove it. You got to go with the naked gun method. You got to grab him. Hoist. You hoist get out of this chair. Get out of you this chair. You get out of this chair. And if she <laughs> even comes close to taking one step, we know she's a liar. Yep. But this one is no way a liar because she says <laughs> that she went through a tunnel after she met two people. I believe their name was, it was like Wallace and Trish. Walter what? and Trish. Those are alien names. No, no, but they were alien affiliated. She said she met a couple. At a coffee shop in so Southern California. Okay. Now, Anjali, she got this name from the aliens. They gave her a name. Now, Wallace <laughs> and Trish, I get it. I don't remember their names. It was either Walter or Wallace. Someone, it's this couple, this unknown okay. couple that she met at a coffee shop. They said they had successfully mined a tunnel into an alien underground base in the Mojave Desert. And so okay. she said, sure, I'll go. And on January 21st, 2018, Marcus's birthday. <gasps> no kidding. He went out there. 
And she said she met a Nordic alien and a gray that she says is not organic in a way that we could possibly understand. Mm-hmm. And she said the Nordic was alabaster skin was so incredible. You couldn't help but want to touch and stroke stroke it. She wanted to stroke it and how wonderful it is. She was Did then she, led into... Do hmm. we know that she didn't find these guys off of like meatballs.com, like a dating site where we, I know we'll meet you did. in the Mojave Desert. We'll meet I know you there. You want, you want a gray and a tall white? Okay, she we got you. She definitely went on cacti date. <laughs> where she just met it's a desert dweller dating based <laughs> app and it's honestly it's incredible yeah. you meet all sorts of drifters it's the actually desert, how most of the insurrection was planned the desert is dry but the pussies are wet and Welcome so to she says she also met an eight foot tall lavender praying mantis in this office, and basically what they said is they gave her a new name. Okay. You can look at all of her shit. She actually, I was on Reddit as a, her username is Space Between Us. You should look at this. You should watch her self, self-regulated self oh press conference. I watched all hour and 20 minutes of it. Good. She is so brave to come forward with this information. It's so difficult for someone mm-hmm. to bear, but she knows the truth, which is that the U.S. government and the aliens have been working together closely, but they're afraid to mm. tell the American people because Isn't they were afraid that they're going to ruin that. The number one, we're difficult to work with. Sure. Cause we're warlike it. apes. Mm. Right. And number two, that we're skittish and ignorant. So there's okay. certain parts of intergalactic and interdimensional thought that we simply cannot handle. Sure. And number three, we're gross. Well, all of those things do check out. Is it possible being that she's a retired ele- uh, intelligence officer um, that this is all lies and misinformation Kissel. and disinformation. Kissel, because as what? we talked about, no, oh. yes, it's possible. What? She looks a little bit like a not funny Lily Tomlin. No, I, no. she's kind Kissel. of pretty. No, she actually. Um, you should check her acting reel. She did a bit of acting, and she has, <laughs> I believe, the internet. And I don't mean to be too inappropriate here, but I believe the internet says she possesses a set of righteous mommy milkers. <laughs> Um, that is just display more so in on her reel. I no longer, I, I don't want to hear about breast milk ever again. Oh, wait. Holden McNeely has managed to take the nectar of life and mm-hmm. make it disgusting as he drinks it, uh, as opposed to his daughter who desperately needs it for yep, growth. Yeah, yeah, keep her thin. That's what he said. Keep her thin oh, for LA God. for casting. Oh um, my God, that's disgusting. But Anjali, she has so much to say and so much to give because Uh she is the bridge between us and the higher beings. This woman. She's going to help. Oh, yes. And she is now helping work out the, she's going at a later date, come forward with a more clear transmission of what the higher beings are telling her and the advice that they can give to us for how to help us evolve. And a lot of it's got to do with her book. What's the book? Yes, it's called. The Nameless, book one, by Angelia Schultz, if you look at it. And now this is the description of it. Have you ever felt as if you were meant for something more than your life has become? Nah. What if everything you thought you knew about who you are and who your family is vanished in an instant? Faced with options and an unlimited power, who would you allow yourself to become? This is Satya's story. Okay, well, yeah, I This re- is saying, like, she's just saying it's allegorical number one okay it is it's 306 pages that's a big book that is a big book of nothing that is a lot of total nonsense to scribble down but she says she is offering her book for free 
because she will <laughs> not be caught in the trap saying that she's trying to build some brand or she's trying to make it just, you know, try to increase. Because you know how these stories, they always lead to huge money. I agree. Well, if you can't handle me at my Marianne Williamson, then you don't deserve me at my Anjali. Dare I, I say. Anjali. And Anjali can't wait to dispel these secrets. But I would say go ahead if you really like... um to feel like, like, I don't know. You know, I like, the, I well, love watching Chandler's. I yeah, love watching all of this kind of stuff. She is interesting. Her crew is a very, uh, it, it's, <laughs> it's a fun story. Well, the nice thing is, obviously your mother's The UFO community is pissed about it though, because they feel that Why? it discredits all of the, the advances that we've made, which, yeah, of course, absolutely. Yeah, but but it's, 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 you still it's have to have fun of, with it, UFO community. It's, you're it's, always going to have those characters that you can't get rid of that. You can't get rid of, you can't get rid of um, all of the fun B-team actors. You, you, you still can't have get that. rid of grifters. Grifters no, are what can't. bring people to the story. That's the whole point. Yeah. I think it's kind of fun. But also, uh, I think it does, uh, the fact that she was a former employee of the DIA, whose job was, I think the term that, I think the word that she used for her job was like informational services. Which, and she said like, she does this thing, she swore again and again, we've never used anything domestically. This is not a domestic branch of the CIA. Mm -hmm. This was, we used specific intelligence to influence the mind of foreign leaders to help them make decisions. We need to help them make decisions <laughs> that help us. That's the whole thing. We're helping. It's I the CIA see. and the DIA they just, they help and they, uh, they just give and they the influence. Give that's and they all. Give. That's it. It's, it's just not like, you, uh, you we should thank them. Yes. Threatening somebody with their very livelihood or perhaps their family or exposing well, them. Like, do you remember they outed way. that person? What was that? They, they outed that Valerie uh, Plame yeah. back in the day. Also, uh, just a quick top hat plug. Thanks so much for listening to my interview with John Karikow. Uh, he was a CIA um, whistleblower if, who blew the whistle wanted, on torture and it was his story. When the CIA wants you gone, oh, it is a scary group of people to be against. And I started listening to that interview, and it is really interesting because, number one, the problem is that as a CIA dude, you are a paid, trained grifter, right? So your well, grift is 15 feet deep. When yeah. you work for the CIA, you have to figure out. So when you watch him do it, so as a person that is then defecting from the CIA, it is very interesting because I, I do believe their tactics that the CIA have trained him to do are all in there too. Like the of idea course. of you do mix truth and fiction. You do all of these things to kind of make sure like let's slide around because the stuff I'm saying that is true is stuff that could get me killed. Well, and of course, we talk about a little later in that interview, we talk about how he used some tactics to survive prison, um, which the CIA, although they did place him in there, also provided him the skills to survive because, believe it or not, prison politics, they're a little strange. Anyway. Speaking oh, of I failed. can't fucking even imagine. So yeah, look up Anjali's uh, press conference if you're feeling like that. Also, there's new footage of a Loch Ness monster, which unfortunately during the QA, so it's during the Q and A, <laughs> someone asked us if we could. Yes, and you, Mister Zabrowski, and dare I say, Mister Parks, disparaged the great Loch Ness monster, even though it keeps an entire country afloat. I don't disparage fandom of the Loch Ness monster, but I believe that we should all like, we should let him, we should let it go to rest, we should let it go. But now we got this 
this new footage of the Loch Ness Monster. See? You can look it up. It's on the, it was, at, I was looking at the Australian 7 News. Um, a man by the name of Richard Maver, he found, he threw his like drone footage. He found a picture yeah. of his big old fish. He's got a big old fish. Who knows what that is? It might be, it might just be a big fish, but it's, it's a big floppy looking fish. You know what though? I'll take it if it's a big, it's still cool. If it's a big fish, I'll be like, that's a huge fucking fish. And I will be excited. Our hearts are with the people of Australia, by the way. My goodness gracious. The crackdowns are hard. Live from your grave. Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor! By Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some Texas Pete sriracha sauce. And I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of cha. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST. 24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, You can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hey! 
Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Okay. Well, speaking of failed actors, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, we talked about this, I think, maybe last episode or two episodes ago. Haunted houses are scary because of the human element. That's my favorite it's part. Still, I love it when you don't really know who you're in there with. Like sometimes you find uh, out like it's just a bunch because, you know, Halloween Horror Nights, it's a lot yeah. of professional actors. Professional. Right? That's the, the creme de creme. But I miss sometimes like, you know, when I, my buddies had the Atlanta zombie apocalypse or it'd be a mixture of like normal people. And then a couple of being like, yeah, that's why we pick up some people from the highway because they don't mind getting shot in the nuts with a paintball. You're like, <laughs> well, that's what you get. That's who comes. Well, you mentioned Halloween Horror Nights. That's professional. Um, I'm mentioning a haunted house in the Cuyahoga County Fairgrounds Ooh. in Ohio. <laughs> that's where an 11 year old boy. He wanted to go have a scary time with his fam was accidentally stabbed. So with Halloween coming up, we all know that people are going to start going out to these haunted uh, haunted houses. Uh, this haunted house uh, promised, quote, to provide a u- uniquely terrifying experience. Dare cool. I say, it did. Karen mm-hmm. Bednarski, that's the boy's mom, they said they were just walking through this, uh, this haunted house, and apparently it had seven floors of hell, which is pretty cool. It's called that's Seven sweet. Floors of Hell, although it doesn't look like, it looks like it's only one floor. So I don't know where the seven floors are. Um... <laughs> But there was an actor. I think that's just a term because of the seven. Fl- I think there's seven la- levels of hell. I forget where it was. There are the where the levels of hell are. That's from Dante's Inferno. Oh, OK. Kind of like a burrito themed thing there. Mm, yeah, it's about a dip. So there was a 22 year old actor. His name was Christopher Pogoleski. Pogazelski. No, there's Pogazelski. nine circles of hell. I don't know where they get the seven layers of hell. <laughs> it's, it's Ohio. So Christopher Pogoleski. 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 I don't. It's Polish. Yeah, hey, um, man, hey, 
Wait, Pogozaleski. Pogozaleski. Yeah, Pogozelski. Yeah, I could say that Pogozelski. Pogozelski. He approached the mom and the boy trying to scare them. However, they didn't know the knife he carried was freaking yeah. real. <laughs> you so, know that he might have had a conversation about this. Being oh. like, Pogozelski, do we really need to have a real knife? And he's just like, are we trying to scare people or not? <laughs> We trying yep. to do this? Come out with you with the dull knife? People tell. These kids could know. They don't. No, and it's horrifying. So according to Bednarski, again, that's the mom of the kid, she says, he was scraping the knife on the ground and playing around with them. And my son said to him, I'm not afraid. Your knife is fake. So <laughs> dare I <laughs> say the kid? See? Ask oh, for it. Yeah. Fucking ask for it. Oh, so so once the kid said, your knife is fake. Now, this is going to trigger a Polish person because they don't like to be mocked by anyone smaller than them. And he said, oh, yeah, you think it's fake? And then that's when he started. That's when he started uh, poking at uh, the kid's feet. So this is what the guy says. So the guy's like, so the man was like, oh, yeah, it's real. Trust me. And that's when he started poking at his feet multiple times yeah, until man. he stabbed him. That's a haunted house. <laughs> oh, man. Police said Pogozleski. I think he shut down. Yeah, he's been charged with negligent assault, mm. a third degree misdemeanor. Yeah. Uh, they did confiscate the knife and they did say using the knife was <laughs> not a good idea. Ah, oh, come on. I'm seeing this fucking cut. He barely cut his toe. Come oh, on, man. Well, he was fine. No, I understand it's a crime. I understand yeah. that. It's, Rod, it's Rodney bad. Geffert, he's the president of Night Scream Entertainment. They own the attraction. Uh, they have apologized, quote, nonstop. <laughs> oh, also, apparently, Bogazelski's mother, whose knife it belonged to, is his mother's knife. She's wanted it back. He calls and she wants the knife back because he just borrowed it oh. from her. <laughs> wow. It's actually a huge knife. And it's very scary. They are um, really throwing him under the bus, too. According to the head of the park, he's basically saying, none of our actors use anything like that. It is no. against park policy. He got it out without our knowledge. All right? I mean, it's not it's, our fault. It's probably true because it's a massive, massive real knife. According to the head again, Rodney Geffert, he says it wasn't intentional. And he also says, kind of defending the actor a little bit, air quotes actor, because obviously he's not an actor because he really did stab this person. So that's different than acting. Uh, he says the actor stayed by the boy's side the whole <laughs> time. So if he you're was... a boy and you just got stabbed in a haunted house, it's like, oh, the sorry, last sorry. thing you want. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, just... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, that's how like I remember this one time, like Jackie and I used to do this like shadow boxing game, like in this in the school. I've told the story before. And I accidentally punched her in the face. And, you know, like when you accidentally do that as an older brother, so when you hurt your sibling and you go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. I can see him stabbing the kid in the toe and being like, oh, I fucked up, yeah. right? Yeah. But, you know, but apparently they stayed there. He said, the actor straight up said, that group had a great time. But Bedarsky <laughs> said that they stayed because she not only wanted to make her son happy after a traumatic experience, but she also wanted to make sure no other incidences would surface <laughs> at the park. So they stayed. She got stabbed in the foot and then he continued to be... It's a, it's a, it's a cool kid. He is a cool kid. Yeah. Everyone's He's going to grow like, up not, loving Halloween. I hope so. I hope this doesn't ruin it for him. Yeah. Everyone uh, is basically like, I'm not sure why he used a real knife and not a rubber prop, uh, not a rubber uh, yeah, prop. Man. It uh, was fucking stupid. Yeah. They said they'd never had any incidents like it. And to their credit, and we have to love our Halloween haunts for 21 years. 
21 years, The Seven Floors of Hell has been renowned for its gore, and it has rated among the wickedest haunted, haunted houses in America. Oh, so, now I want to go. Yeah, it sounds great, but, uh, you know, it definitely does l- lead you to wonder uh, what the interview process is like. I say just a small background check might uh, might be able to help. Because, yeah, it's not the biggest cut I've ever seen, but again... Uh, the idea is uh, horrifying that the man had a real knife because he could have easily just stabbed it in somebody's guts. It's very been sad. Horrible. What are you going to do? Indeed. But they didn't, right? They didn't. they didn't. No, he just he just stabbed his little toe, yep. which is, uh, you know, I guess a <laughs> life not, lesson for all of us. Good. Well, this Still next story, good. this is the story I, mean, I was alluding to earlier. I mean, this is the story that was built. This is built for us. Yeah, and I want, like Henry, This story want has been you, waiting for us. Yeah, I, I actually want you to take the lead on this one for sure because um, I didn't... This to me is like more mystical or magical than mm-hmm. UFOs or even, I don't know if you've noticed, but I was watching the NFL yesterday and Dune is everywhere. They led NFL, they led it with the uh, the fear quote, which we they, have here in the office. Dune is very kind of mystical They're trying to cool. force it down people's throats and I don't know if it's going to take. I don't know if the football fans are really the ones we need to reach out to here. Well, you never know. There's a lot of diversity within the football community. It's a wonderful it's sport. True. So it's true. this, however is something that I never thought I would ever read. And Henry, please take the headline of this wonderful Daily Star article. I, I, gla- I gladly will. Man spends two years pooing out of penis and ejaculating semen from his bum. <laughs> I'm just, I, you know, what okay. are you going to do? What are you going to do with right. this? A man How? ejaculated. No, I just love this <sighs> term. Apparently this man ejaculated, uh. quote unquote, a substantial amount of semen. From his bum, and he passed fecal matters through his penis. Okay, so this is a 33-year-old fella. Now, Henry, how how did he uh, do this? Because um, so, I didn't think it was possible. I don't know. So now this 33-year-old still hasn't been named. He apparently started from, it started with his balls got, and I'm not even, this is, again, I'm trying not even to even do this in a funny tone. Because this is just. This is science. This is, and it's medical science. And this man has done nothing wrong. No. Other than be shits out of his dick. He was, he is just out of his butthole. He was just cursed by a witch. Now, apparently he was suffering testicle pain because his balls kept getting, and I'm, again, this is just science. His balls got swollen with farts, right? (laughs) So his balls got swollen with flatulent gas and it was coming out of his dick. Right, How? and he what? was getting high. high, the, although, high. the nice thing is, Henry, you can't drown. He's got a flotation device right He's, there. He does. All right. Yeah. Now, the bloke was. This is British. So the bloke he's passing gas in his urine, which is called a pneumateria, apparently, which is also difficult. But they said okay. that while he was pissing sometimes as well, so his dick would fart and then his dick would shit <laughs> because he'd also, he urinated fecal matter, which okay. also got it, which is a thing that happens enough that it has a name called fecaloria. <sighs> and then they noticed that he was pissing and, and coming out of his butt. That okay. like pee and cum, uh-huh. I guess when he was having sex, this is uh-huh. also true. So he Upon shat the moment, okay. I mean, okay. I'm just pulled out my headphones just because like, I, it's just this funny, it's just such a cartoon. It's a Looney Tune thing. So he'd be having sex. Oh, no. And then when he came, he it would shit. come out of his butt. But okay. Would he uh, not then also, okay. So the cum was not shit. 
It was just, so I'm thinking here, oh, he would, but if he was into like water sports, it would not be water. It would just be liquid shit. It was but, liquid shit was coming so out of his cup, dick. So he would come, so if, it, if she was like, come on my face, come on my face, then he would sit on. He would have to he would, turn he would, around. He would, yeah. He'd have to then, pull out, turn around, jerk yeah. himself off until <laughs> finally he would come out of his butt. So this man, now, do we know what kind of life he was able to live? Because it seems like this only happened to him when he was 31 and, and mm. now he's 33. I would prefer if I just, what a day, like what a yes. day when all of a sudden you fart and you're like, but where, where did it go? And then all you feel your ball bag and your ball bag is like, why is it filling up like a, like a, like a, like a yeah, why does it Christmas hurt? Why balloon? am I What's farting out of the tip of my dick? Like I'm some kind of perverse, like playboy cartoon who's come to life. Right. And then next thing you know, you go and you take a big dump and then you obviously sometimes you do take a look depending on how you know well you think you did. And then it's nothing but cum. It's just got to be a day. And then who do you tell? Do you call your girlfriend or your wife or your parents? You can't call your friends because you're just a media, like no friend. Like I, I can't be like, Henry, he bro, just, I just, just need you to come over here. I'm coming out of my ass because you'll die be like, laughing. Oh, like the, Kissel, like the, I got a fucking, oh, I got this other text. I got to move. Yeah, I got to go. I, a, I actually have a car crash planned in, in 15 minutes. I, um, I'm gonna go crash oh my yeah, car I actually have to commit suicide so tonight. Sorry. Um, so, um, but the, so this is how it went down, right? When he said they went, they found that he had swollen testicles and a urinary tract infection of course because he had shit coming through his dick right? right and they found this gas filled structure inside of his balls and basically they said so this is the key here so they found a thing called the fistula an abnormal okay. passageway between his urethra and his rectum so the shit and calm were getting switched up in this canal that had okay. been created accidentally they said they got it fixed right they have now since fixed yeah. it right apparently darn near turkey to knott's berry farm I mean, you wish. Or not scary farm, which I want to go time, to this year. Yes. I can't wait. Um, so apparently what the where this happened was that he was in a three-week coma two years ago following Jeez. a cocaine and PCP overdose. <laughs> and at this time, he was fitted with a catheter, and they fucked up the catheter. No. And poked a hole in his urethra and oh into, the, into his rectal area. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I'm going to have to say doctors don't do that. They also are calling it anti-grade ejaculation. That's the scientific term for it. For coming out of your butt. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, the physicians, this is according to, like, everyone. They say uh, the, physician the physician should note other potential risks, such as urethral injuries. Uh, this case may not only highlight a rare complication of catheter use, but also emphasizes the importance of provider mindfulness when utilizing seemingly benign therapies such as Foley yes. catheters. So it looks like the Foley catheter company, they've got some explaining to do. They because do. Because your catheter made me shit out my dick and come out my butt. And I'm just going to need the president to sit down and talk with me as to why that happened. You know what is also true? I never want the, I drink your milkshake like scenario to happen inside of me when someone threads a thing. Cause that's what it kind of feels like. It feels like a jealous man, jealous, jealous of poop, like went through a dick to go steal poop. Like he was like, ah, I'll get the poop out of the dick. That's what I want. That's what I want. Like it's a mad scientist nurse. Oh my goodness gracious. Well, anyway, you know, Hey, just, what are you going to do? I, when it comes down to it, life's hard enough as it is. And if you're coming out of your butt, the most you can do is smile about it. Stranger than fiction. Isn't it? Isn't life. Sometimes stranger than fiction.
<laughs> it is. All right. Well, just lastly here, before we get to Hero of the Week, uh, be very careful when it comes to these butt lifts. Do not get a Brazilian butt lift unless you are in Brazil, I guess. No, just don't get a butt lift. Leave no, your it's butt fine. Alone. Your butt's fine. Put or you can do the hard fan. work and do the, do the leg stuff or just... Just squats. Just, you'll find you do somebody. Some squats. Who, you'll you'll you can go to pancakes.com and you'll find a bunch of people who love a flat butt. You can do anything with anybody. Just whatever. Yeah, a just put the you could fake it, I guess, but also don't lie about it. We like all types of structures. Everyone likes all types of, of there's a lid human, for every pot. Absolutely there is. Uh, I'm not sure about the man who comes out of his asshole. And I mean, he's just oh, got shit, but, uh, he has been cursed. He was yeah. cursed. Yeah, that really is Shrek levels of I curse. feel very bad for him. Yeah, I do too. But anyway. A mother and a daughter, they have been arrested in Encino, that's in California, because they have led to a woman's death uh, after they gave her a botched Brazilian butt lift. Do not do this. Two women have been arrested uh, after the botched Brazilian butt lift was conducted inside a private Encino home. It's a massive surgery. Never go to somebody's house. House. Never to get go a to surgery. somebody's house. I don't even go to somebody's house to get a haircut. No. So her name was Carissa Rajpa, and she this was her third procedure, and this was in October of 2019. She died from acute respiratory failure, which is the thing that we hear over and over again. There was somebody, I believe it was Philadelphia, who was giving butt augmentations and breast augmentations, yes. and it leads to respiratory failure because of the silicone injections. Yes. So according to the LAPD, this cosmetic procedure involved injecting an uncontained liquid silicone substance directly directly into the buttocks, a.k.a. ace, to make the buttocks look fuller. They go on to say the consequences of injecting uncontained silicone into the body is that it can enter the bloodstream and create embolisms, which of course can result in illness and death. Yes. Notice that when you see a breast implant, it's in a contained package. They don't just inject you with random uh, silicone or uh, whatever the uh, whatever the substance is they use in there now. So it's 51-year-old Libby Adame and her daughter Alicia Gomez. They God. have been charged, and uh, basically they're being charged with being unlicensed providers. And uh, I just think are, that that's uh, too kind of a term. Yeah. Like unlicensed so. provisor. You know, like this idea of like that's like it's all that legal shit. It's like the guy who's saying that he, I guess, he, that it's a, a fucking misdemeanor just to molest a horse. No, the big mistake was him getting the officer's pants wet. So, yep. according to Je Deputy Chief Alan Hamilton, he said they pass themselves off like they have skill or expertise to do surgeries on human bodies, but. It is not the case. No. So be very Never careful. just let two people, never let an influencer do surgery on you. Yeah. And they took a bunch of people's cash. So who knows how many people, they say there could be dozens or hundreds of victims. There's just a bunch of people with random ass silicone shaking around in their butt. And it doesn't just naturally form a perfect curved butt. It's probably like all weird and, oh, just don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, because it'll just be bumpy. So I don't get Hamilton, butt implants. That's well, the thing this, I just don't understand. This is my question to you, Henry. Well, you know, the sexual norms that to women are constantly being thrown at them because in the 80s, it was no butt, big tits, no tummy. Yeah. And then in the 90s, it kind of got a little bit of both. And now it's like no tits, huge, but whatever. Just be who you are. You're beautiful. Yes, do what you You're got. Beautiful. Be beautiful. But my question here is, are these people 
potential serial killers. Because according to Hamilton, that's the detective, he says some of these victims may not have to, may not have survived these procedures, and that's what we're looking into now. So if they're injecting dozens of people, potentially hundreds of people with silicone in their ass, they literally could have they multiple could have piles of. I yes, mean, they could. It's insane. Oh, yes. It's because they don't care. This is uh, we see this time and time again. Like with well, the that one cult. You remember that like barely vaguely cult where the guys were all obsessed with the bodybuilders and they mm-hmm. made their balls fucking huge. Then mm-hmm. like got really really big and then mm-hmm. they all just like a lot of them died, got sick and died from it. I don't know what the hell happens. I don't know why people. I know that it's body dysmorphia. Like I know that it's like an actual like. I don't know. Absolutely. You, I guess it is part. It is a mental illness, like this idea Absolutely. that you see something in the in the in the mirror that doesn't exist, mm-hmm. and like you get caught in this trap, thinking that your butt needs to look a certain way. But man, again, most people will just fucking if they like the top or like any of the rest of you, they're just gonna take the butt that well, you got. And we talk about body dysmorphia often from the female perspective, but I watch a lot of uh, weightlifting documentaries. Yes. Don't so much weightlift myself, but. Um, it is. Wait, body I like to watch dysmorphia. them do it. Yes, but it is body dysmorphia is. personified because they'll be like, oh, yes. "Look at this calf! Oh, I'm such a." It's like that's a, it's huge. It's yeah. huge. You're it's strong. Huge. I promise you. Um, according to Dr. A.J. Khalil, uh, that's a board-certified physician. Uh, they say I was completely terrified. I mean, it's a nightmare come true. It's unsafe. It's illegal, and these people are going to have to deal with the consequences. They killed a patient, as we were talking about when it comes to sexual, whatever, physical beauty norms. Uh, apparently, in the U.S., Brazilian butt lifts are up seventy-seven percent over Jeez. the last few years. These women—they it was pure cash only. It's got to uh, feel weird to so. sit on. Yeah, though, and absolutely, man, I would never fuck with my butt. I don't I need on it my butt all alone. the time. I need I my butt. I need, if I, if I, I am in, I if I am in pain, structurally sitting, stable. It, it just has, has to, to be. If yes. I can't sit, what would pe- we do? <laughs> well, it's I half our be, life. I can't think about it. Then. It'd be like, like if we lost our 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 throats. I would rather lose my throat than not be able to sit on my butt. If you know anyone that had this procedure, reach out and uh, be like, yeah, my friend died because uh, they went to go do this. And um, believe it or not, it's not good. It's not good. No. It's not good. And they are not heroes of the week. They are not heroes of the week. All right. Well, let's do hero of the week before we get to some emails. This week's hero, obviously, people have been devastated from these wildfires. As I was driving from Sacramento to L.A., as a matter of fact, I had had a few hours of sunlight, and I must say, unbelievably beautiful. But uh, we, it's fire country. And, you know, it was was crazy. I was talking to my driver about that. um, It is. Oh, yeah. No, we burst into flames every year. It's it's insane. A man has delivered and donated RVs to wildlife victims, and now 95 families have a place to stay. Uh, oh, man- RVs. I thought you said Arby's. And I was like, this is the here. They're like, oh, somebody just got a bunch of Arby's. <laughs> well, that may have made the list too. Although Arby's, I think it's gone a little downhill. Don't tell yes, them. We know also, this. We know this. oh my God, don't even get me going. They have their, you know, oh, now I am going. Arby's, we have the bread because have you seen all the bread. roast beef sandwich that they it's fucking advertise? Bread. It's all bread. Oh, don't even get me going. Anyway. Woody Faircloth, uh, he runs a nonprofit called EmergencyRV.org that pairs folks who are willing to donate their campers to a worthy cause. So to date, Faircloth, often with his nine-year-old daughter, Luna, 
um, has delivered 95 motorhomes to California area wildlife victims who otherwise, again, would be freaking homeless. Uh, Faircloth first got the idea uh, in 2018. Uh, he is a, co- a Colorado-based father who turned on the news coverage to see a deadly fire that incinerated 153,000 acres and destroyed hundreds of homes. That was during Thanksgiving week of 2018. He said, I just can't sit here and let this happen. Uh, So he started this program and it really is incredible. This is what he told Denver 7 News. He says, we were watching some of what's going on out there and talking about what we can do to help. And uh, then he says, and I told my daughter uh, what the idea was and she was 100% on board. She said, God and Santa Claus would really be proud of us for this. So talk about two Talking about using two mythical creatures for good, God and Santa Claus. So Faircloth launched a GoFundMe campaign to finance the first RV, and it's been going ever since then. So it is a wonderful thing as, again, people... um, People are struggling out there. And so they really for are. The, for, the fast, uh, for the past two months, Faircloth and Luna have made 40-hour round trips from Denver to Colorado. And uh, yeah, they're helping out a lot of people. And it's kind of a cute story between a father it is. and a daughter. All That's right. really nice. Yes, Hero um, of the Week, indeed. Well-deserved Mr. Faircloth and your daughter, Luna. Good work. Now it's time for some listener emails. All right. Now we got some... How, okay. Do you <sighs> want more breast milk ones? Or more cryptid yeah. ones, because we got some good breast milk ones. Okay. We got some good cryptid ones. I'm okay. really excited for them, because this one here, can we do, this is Can fun. we do one of both? As long as it's not a cryptid with breast milk. Do cryptids have breast milk? Okay. I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I'll just do one of both. I'm going to read this one first. Great. Now, now, after listening to two weeks of listening to you gentlemen joke about Holden drinking breast milk, I feel I'm going to share with you my personal story. Oh, God. Okay. We don't, I don't need the, not everything needs a defender. Not everything. No, this is not that necessarily. A few years ago, after the birth of my second son, my wife was having problems with the clogged milk duct. After several days of trying to pump it out and trying to massage it out, she was desperate. She asked me to help by having me suck it out. Being a loving husband and wanting my wife's suffering to end, I agreed. So after a while of massage and sucking, I was able to free the blockage and the milk flowed forth as a sweet, warm, gentle torrent. What followed, though, was perhaps the most passionate night of lovemaking we've ever had. (laughs) However, what followed was perhaps the worst night of my life. An hour or so after, a a rumbling began in my stomach. Uh, This quickly turned into a full-on seismic event in my guts. A war began inside me between the microbiology in my guts and the prebiotic in my wife's milk. For the next 12 hours... I literally shit my guts out because my anus prolapsed. Oh my The God. things that came out of me. <laughs> Satan himself would consider a sin. I have recovered from this incident, but this, to this day, if I see a lactating breast, I get an instant chubby as well as having my asshole quiver. You know, Ben is right. Say, right. Ben is right. Leave the milk for the babies. Hey, all right. Finally, <laughs> I get called correct on something. Wow. Well, I'm so happy that you helped out your wife, and I'm sure it was quite passionate. But there's yeah, another story that I wanted to read that I'll just go over quickly, which is a woman didn't realize she was taking medication that made her lactate. And so she was having a drunk hookup and something happened and a squirt of milk came out of her tit as they were hooking up. And the guy she was with was like, 
No, I'm fucking into it. And he just started sucking on it and sucking on it all night and drinking <laughs> as much milk as he could get out of it while they had sex. <laughs> you, you know what? You got, you got to roll with it. You yeah. got to roll with it. I can't. Uh, he that, okay, Good for him. Good for him. And here is just a possible single-use cryptid. We got great single-use cryptid emails that I'm going to read again. I'm going to read more of these. I'm going to save these because these are great. I was probably around 12 or 13 years old, sometime in the early 2000s. I grew up in a farm in the country, and we had a big barn a couple of hundred feet behind the house. On one side of the barn, my mom had a vegetable garden, and on the other sides were surrounded by tall redwood trees. We had two outdoor dogs, and my sister and I took turns with the chore of taking the dogs to their dog houses in the barn at night to sleep. So one night it was my turn, and I looked up the stairs for a little bit on my way to the barn. I always loved looking for shooting stars and satellites, which were much less common then. I saw what I thought was a particularly bright satellite streaking very quickly in a straight line across the sky. I was shocked at its speed. But then my mind was blown when I saw it pass between the tops of the redwood trees and out of sight. This was like 2001, so there's no drones. I stood stunned for a minute and continued walking to the barn to put my dogs to bed. As I came out of the barn, something moving caught my eye by my mom's vegetable garden. I walked closer and saw it clearly. A transparent, jiggling cube. Ooh! It was about a foot tall and a foot wide. Right? And jiggling like it was in a Bill Cosby Jello commercial. Right? Interesting. And as I got old, as I got closer, it kind of stretched and jiggled in my direction. It filled me with so much fear that I ran screaming back to the house. I made the horrible mistake of telling my brother and sister what I saw, but of course they just laughed at me. They refused to go look at the jelly blob because Survivor was starting, and this was before DVRs. And I was too scared <laughs> to look at it again. And I tried unsuccessfully to push it out of my, my, my fucking memory. Right. I've had many cryptid. I've read many cryptid accounts, but I've never seen another account of someone seeing a jelly monster blob thing. Now, that is interesting. I do feel that we talked about that, right? Yes. That is very similar to the weird hairy cubes that John Tenney talked about. uh, There was reported in quarantine in uh, Detroit. uh, in Detroit, but I think that this is the type of shit. This is what you'd call like a probably it might not be an intelligent creature. It might be like some form of plasma or some shit. Like it might be like a type of thing that we just don't know what the hell it is. But I'm saying that most people aren't crazy when they see these weird anomalous things. We got several people who wrote emails about like weird ass fuck things that they yep. are like, I saw it. It was in front of me. Was it weird? Yes. But I don't know. Maybe you're just seeing like what we talked about, like in the goblin universe concept, the ghost of a creature, something that slipped through time. Who I'm knows? still thinking that things slipped through time, bro, because fucking I keep slipping through time, man. And some people yeah. call it sleeping. Yes, indeed. Blackout drunk is what that yep. is referred to. That was really at nice. At least according to a, an old an old timey David Talbot. Well, Sometimes very it really good. Helps. Thank you so much for those fantastic emails. And thank you all so much for listening. We can't wait to see you on the road again. Uh, very yeah, very soon we're going to come see you fucking ass. And, we're going to uh, see your ass. Come to L.A. Come see yeah, our show in Halloween. It's going to be so good. The Hollywood Forever Cemetery. We're going to have so much fucking fun. We can't wait. Um, also, check out Spring Hill Jack Coffee, our beautiful Mothman blend. It's out there. Yes. Go get it. It's so delicious. Crack that whip on Alex. Make them work. Make them right? work. Well, and also, it. live your life every day. Well, like, man, I just got to get across this stream and I won't be a horse fucker. If you nice. have that inspiration, <laughs> right, you can do anything. Yeah. Knowing that if I just do this, I won't be labeled forever as a horse fucker, even if you are. Because sure. then, you know, because the problem is that once you're a horse fucker, it's hard to laugh. 
Because every time you laugh, laugh, everyone's going to be like, oh, you think that's funny, horse fucker? Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. And you got to love your freedom. And that's why when you know this, keep your freedom in mind. Every time you think, oh, I should get a bunch of burglary tools to break into a pen to go, like, eat a horse's pussy for some reason. Sure. You should sure. just, I don't know. I think that you should take it out on some form of doll. Yeah. Well, that's one strategy. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hail me, motherfucker. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.